A new week, a new Newbie Brothers podcast. Tank has himself a surprise food addition to the show. Uh, and that's all the information I begin. So I guess we'll just jump into it with a food themed Newbie Brothers today. You got the Mexican pizza. Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> I saw, some, I saw someone upset that the, what was it, Chives wasn't on top of it anymore? I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't see, mm. uh, you know. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like we, I think we built it up in our mind. You know what I mean? Like it was the answer. Yeah. Here's the other thing about this son of a bitch. Six bucks. Holy. Was six that, bucks. Was it six bucks before it went away? I don't know, but I could buy a medium pizza Domino's for six bucks. You actually, yes, you can. And yeah. and if you go and pick it up, they're gonna pay you three dollars on top tipped, of that. Yeah, I get tipped back on the, I get tipped out on the on the delivery. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was good. I mean, I like the, I like it. But uh, I mean, I I really was you know I I was expecting my third eye to open up after eating it after not having it for so long, but I didn't care. Yeah. It's like did, oh, it's fine. Did um. See, I have I, so here's the weirdest thing. I didn't even know it was a menu item before it went away. Like I had no idea about the Mexican really? pizza. I did not. I, when I went to Taco Bell, I always just got the Crunchwrap. Like that's well, that's all I ever get. You know, uh, here's the thing about Taco Bell is they change their menu more than you change ingredients for pickles because <laughs> they um they have so many different things that come and go. You know, honestly, to this day, my favorite Taco Bell item is the chili cheese burrito. What you can't okay. get here. You can't get it here. What was the one? Um, what did I used to get a lot? I mean, Crunchwrap's the way I go. Um, and there's actually a place down in St. Augustine, by the way, that does like a home-cooked version of a Crunchwrap. It's called the UFO. Phenomenal. Um, but that's just, that's a little off topic. Oh, you know what that is? That's um, <clears throat> A1A Burrito. Is that what that place is called? I've been there before. I've no. I've- that's that's a good place too. The place I'm talking about is called uh, Taco Taco Shop. It's on St. George Street. Like it's yeah, actually there's downtown. Two of them. There's one downtown, <clears throat> and then there's one across from this hotel we stayed at one time when we were down there for a concert. At the beach? Down at the beach, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's like a smaller little shack. Yes. Yeah. And I, I remember we went there and, and uh, so uh good, I, I may have um been really hungry that night mm-hmm. and uh ordered everything on the menu they are they are so and and i i know like a lot of other places do this but the way that they like use the burnt cheese to hold it together is the part that always gets me it's like oh dude you know have you ever watched a show called uh fast foodies uh no it's on true tv okay and it's uh these three chefs i think a couple of them were on iron chef another one of them was a famous chef too and uh, they bring in celebrity guests all the time. There's a lot of really funny comedians come in, and they uh, ask them what their favorite fast food is. And then they try to recreate it? And they try to recreate I, it. I have seen this. And then yes. the second round is they try to create a better meal mm-hmm. based around make that, what that they style. Want. Like, so, like, if it's, you know – a cheeseburger that they might do like wagyu beef with a dill <clears throat> yeah. and st- you know they mm-hmm. make it real fancy like it's 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 a really fun show it's funny too because it's got a lot of good comedians on it so you get a chance to check that one out it's pretty what pretty would cool. you say from a food show 
would be your top three food shows of all time. Like if if I don't have three food shows that I like. I, I think I think I think diners, dives, and drives. Is that what it's called? Diners, drives, and dives. That's got to be one of the top ones. Well, I mean, it's a great <laughs> show, and uh, you know, uh, I like I you know Guy Fieri gets a lot of guff because he's kind of a human cartoon, but he's yeah. actually a really good dude. Yep. He does a lot of great work for people and yep, yep. you know feeds a lot of people and stuff. So he's a good guy. And uh literally he's a good and guy. Those, here. And those shows like really do help those business businesses. Yeah. Like we went to um I was in uh in uh New Orleans and mm. there is a barbecue place that was featured on there. My it was for a buddy's bachelor party, and he's like, I, the only thing I want to do this whole week is go to this barbecue place because I saw it on the show. And when it was on the show, it was essentially done out of like a backyard in a house. Like they had a few mm. little things. And when we went, they actually had made enough money that they bought the house next to them and turned that whole house into the restaurant. Oh, and wow. They, and they bring the so, food over? <clears throat> yeah. So it, awesome. it was like it really was expanding their business. And what the guy was telling us is like it did so well that like the, like after that show, like they just had a line all day, every day and couldn't keep up or didn't have enough room for everybody. So they ended up just having to expand out of the demand. So well, you know, cool. he came here, he did a Metro diner. Before here. they sold, before they sold to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, he did a bunch of stuff where I'm from in Kansas city. Um, uh, I used to work at a uh, Mr. Good sense, which is a sub place. And it was, it was next to RJ's Barbecue, a place called RJ's Barbecue, yeah. Um, And I liked that place, but me and the owner almost got in a fist fight one time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't go back there anymore, but they went there and they have really good food. He did that. And, you know, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, man, it is neat to see all those different places. And uh, I really liked uh, the way he did it. Mm -hmm. You know, made it seem really cool. Uh, I think I, that would be if I could if I could ever host a mm -hmm. show like a show. I think other than hosting like an actual game show like a Survivor or a Big Brother, I would want to host like a a travel food. Blog I mean, like that's show. the dopest, you know, um, the dopest combination traveling all over the country to different places and trying like, the best foods that they have in each city. I mean, that's, a, like, that's an amazing um, gig. What's the one? Was it? It might have been Gordon Ramsay that did it. That literally was traveling the world, but was try, no, trying trying like Anthony Bourdain. Yes, Anthony yeah. Bourdain. And this is like this is an interesting study of about like, you know, I mean, not to get too serious on it, but that you know that guy obviously took his own life, mm -hmm. and like he, you know, um, Dave Chappelle talked about this in one of his specials that Anthony Bourdain had this tremendous life of traveling around the world on. You know, whatever network he was on, on their dime. I think trying, it was Food Network, maybe. And I think it might have been Food Network, but he was like, trying all these uh, you know, delicious food. foods from all over the world, having yeah. conversations with interesting people, and it still, you know, took his own life. And, and a, uh, a so that's like that's like an interesting thing if you think about thing, it. You, you know, know I like, mean, because um, that's like your dream. To you know that, I, mean? like, I actually talked yeah. to. Um, I had I had a chance to interview Sam Fender, one of the newer alternative artists mm -hmm. that we play on the station. And he was talking about his love for food, and he just loves all food. He he loves wine. He said it's actually, I guess wine apparently is it. What he told me was it's good for your your voice. Like if you're singing, really? wine wine's apparently good to drink, which surprises me. Yeah, I mean, but too. but it. But I thought back to a concert that X threw way back in the day with 1975. I think they were the headliner, mm -hmm. if I remember correct. Yeah, and I remember. Formal. 
Yes, and I remember he was drinking wine on stage the whole time. Yeah, but I just thought that was because he thought he was a stat from a vampire. I, I, you're a vampire. My thought the whole time was like, bro, you're you're you have to be so thirsty. Like your mouth has to be so dry. See, like that's me too, bro. Like I can't imagine drinking wine when you're up there sweating, running oh. around, singing. You know, I like I want I want some water. Water, tea, something, something Maybe, that's dude, refreshing. Just, just post Malone it. Give me Bud Light. It's essentially water, and we'll be good. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's no wine is not refreshing. <laughs> no, um, I'm trying to think. After those two, those two kind of styled shows, I would say are my top, top two. Here's what I like. I like, shows. I like fast foodies a lot because it's really funny. There's yeah, like fast foodies. Do you like like the Netflix, like like the nailed it's the See, um is it cake? Is it cake is the other mm -hmm. show, the only other food show that I can think of that I actually like. So the problem I have with Is It Cake, it was my same problem I had with Nailed It. I love both hosts. Those people are great. They get to be a little much after a while. It's like, bro, just host. Like, you don't you know have to be funny. Here's the thing. You know why? Because we don't just watch one episode a week the way that yeah. we used to do shows back yeah. in the day. We watch three at a time. Yeah. And it's like you're really getting a heavy dose of that. Right. You uh, don't from... watch. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. But, I mean, like, it's we watch Love Island, but Nicole not loves. the U.S. version. Not the U.S. version. Oh. We watch the U.K. version. Okay. Because it's on Hulu, mm. and we watch all of the seasons. And yeah. that's that's 60 episodes each season, by the way. You know what I – so Nicole would be all about that, actually. You I'll tell, have to tell her, her. It's great. Yeah. You're going to have to turn the that. subtitles on because you can't understand a fucking word they're saying. <laughs> like, Although uh, I feel like even the American – I'm like, what the but, fuck? But here's the – here. Nicole really likes the uh, – what other game show – the one where they have to find their perfect match and then the beams of light tell them how many they had. I don't oh, know. I don't know. <clears throat> that one, you would like that. It was on MTV. Here's um, the thing. I don't and, like it. But, but, but every time they get, so every week they have to pick their, their perfect couple or their mm. perfect partner. And then they go through this thing. If they get all 10, they win, right? They win. Um, and if, if I have it correct, every time they get it wrong, they lose money out of the pot so so oh. it, it gets heightened to not screw it up but then like you fall in love with somebody and they're like you're obviously not the match like don't pick each other but they love each other so they pick right. each other and it's like well now you just lost ten thousand dollars like there is a level of that too. So I that's, that show. that's um uh too hot to handle have you seen this on netflix have you watched yeah. that where they can't so, they can't hook up. If you kiss, you lose money out of the pot. Uh, everything costs, you know, depending on what you do, it takes money out of the pot. More I, money for more scandalous behavior. Part part of me wishes that I could be. So you know how they have like the the quote unquote Alexa in the middle that like mm -hmm. you know tells yep. them they screwed up. Yep. I want to be the voice of that thing. That'd like I want to awesome. do the voice work for yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I want to do. I want to be on one of these dating shows and I want to be the old guy that comes in and just hates on everybody and just roast people. That's what so, I want to do. So I really would love to the, the show uh, like my at one day, the like epitome of getting on a game show would be getting on Big Brother. Like I would love that so much. Um, but another one that I really would love to be on is the circle because it's it's like that seems like in my wheelhouse of people wouldn't see me in person and be super intimidated by my athletic abilities. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> anyway in real life.
<laughs> but like, but the problem with the circle is Brew, who's like the big radio guy on TikTok now, he just got on. So they're not going to go for me, who is a way, 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 way downgrade in that. They can't put me on the next season or for many seasons to come because they already got the top guy in, in radio. So I kind of had that door shut on me the other day. That was sad. Yeah, I'm real sad for you. Yeah. Well, listen, it could be a million dollars. Winner gets a million bucks. <laughs> like, listen, I I would not. Although I did get a I did get an email from a casting place that was casting a show, something about trying to survive on an island. They asked me if I had any survival skills, and I said no. But I would still do it if they wanted me to. <laughs> yeah, tell them yes. Tell you do survival I said, skills. I said, I said, I have no survival skills, but I have a lot of social skills, and I think that would make up for it. They go, uh, this guy will die on the island. So this guy, we can, this we guy's gonna, no this guy's gonna last twelve <laughs> hours max. This guy will, this guy will die from a sunburn. This guy is over. <laughs> We can't we can't have this liability on the island? Zero percent chance he's going to make it. When I was when I was young, I, all I wanted out of life, my whole all I wanted was to be on the real world. <laughs> okay, it. yeah, I, I wanted it so bad, and I, I well, I never tried out, so I okay. guess I couldn't want it that bad. But um, I I really wanted it, and I thought it would be like the greatest thing ever, and it would parlay me into an acting career. And, sure, uh, it just. Never did. Wow. Where'd you go? <clears throat> well, that was weird. Oh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. That was weird. I had the whole thing until you just suddenly dropped off. Weird, yeah. I did a I did a commercial for MTV in high school. To so, like try to get on or actually no, no, a commercial? It was it was just a bump back okay. and it was just local. It wasn't uh, it was an advertising thing that they did with the mall. Oh, that's cool. They, um, um, the one show that I think a competition show and maybe, maybe it's just cause I, I, I watched it a ton growing up. I just didn't feel like I saw a lot of talk about it. Mm. I think Ink Master is highly underrated from a competition show. It's, it's, it's good. I mean, I, um, it's one of those shows where those guys are, you know, I like the shows where people don't get sent home. Yeah, you know, I, I like it, you know, I mean, because it's like you you grow attached to these guys, and like I get that that's part of the drama, but like mm -hmm. I do like it when people get to stick around. But you know, from a standpoint of you know, like a skill, like a a fun to watch skill, Ink Master is and is they so good, and you'll see these beautiful tattoos, mm -hmm. and those guys sit up there and just fucking tear them apart. Like it's crazy, it's it, isn't it crazy how. Yeah. Uh, you know, different. We all see things like our perspective on things. These guys are like, you know, I know they're like, your your shading's terrible. I'm like, bro, that looks very well shaded to me. Like, a real person. Yeah, they, it's it's phenomenal. And and so we've watched. I think we're on. See, we're at the point where they are doing, um, tattoo shops versus each other. So it's two people on a team each. And now they're facing each other. And every time somebody gets eliminated, a previous competitor with a partner then comes back in. Mm. So it's like, you know, you have this noob that's get, that gets knocked out. Then you got a guy who made it to final three coming in. So they're like, they're like, we got to get these, these pros out of here already, you know? And I saw, um, I think it was, we, we were watching season four. I think it was the winner, the guy who won season four. I think he passed away recently. Oh man. Um, I, th I think it was drug related, but, but 
Nicole brought that up when we were watching it because because apparently he was like a big time, like came back a few different times throughout different seasons to compete or judge well, or do whatever. You know, when you're on those type of shows, your value as a tattoo artist goes way up. I mean, like my uncle went to try to get um, uh, from one of those shows. They had a tattoo shop and he was going to get a tattoo at one of the shops, but it was like four times the price of a regular yeah. tattoo. And you don't get to pay any weight. Well, and, and so uh, Nicole's coworker actually got one done from mm -hmm. – he came in second place. I want to say it was season six. He was uh, uh, an ex-Marine, big dude, like big mm -hmm. dude. Uh, I remember from the season, like the big complaint they had with him is every time he was tattooing people, he was like – like his – his uh, the people he was tattooing were like always in so much pain because he was applying so much pressure. Yeah, and, and he had like – he – he at least gave off the perception that he didn't care as much because he was like, just suck it up. It's a tat, you know? And so he had this whole tattoo idea that he wanted to do and brought it to him. And like you said, it was four times the price. The guy said that he, he would do a concept based on what he wanted, but it was going to be his tattoo. Like it got to a point where he's like, he actually went with a guy that was just in the shop with him mm. so that he could get what he wanted and not him change it around. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, it's cool to, it's cool to collaborate with your artist because you, you can get some great stuff out of that. But, um, you know, honestly, like, <laughs> you know what you want, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So unless they're, unless, you know, to that's have why them tell you what, how I many you got, do you just have one? I have two. I have a plan. I have plans for a third one. I just don't fully have the concept down yet or where I want it, if that makes sense. What's uh what you have the the uh wave I have the wave yeah, wrist. wave file on my wrist and then mm. I have a, a on my shoulder. I have a, a tattoo on my shoulder. What's that of? It's a Celtic knot. Uh, yeah, um, that one that one I got literally on my I am. Yeah. No. Oh. I got it on my 18th birthday, and mm. the con the reason I got it was I could get a tattoo, so I got it. This one ha on my wrist has more meaning, and mm. the one the one that I want has the most has a lot of meaning as well. It's uh, I actually so so the problem I'm running into right it's it it's based off the Guns N' Roses song November Rain, mm -hmm. um, and the concept is is my roommate not to get too morbid my roommate that passed away mm -hmm. he one loved sh uh, slash had the same guitar as Slash and literally looked like him, like had the hair like Slash. Um, and uh, on my wedding day, that the day I was getting married, we were all hanging out um, in, in my parents' uh, like living room. And my dad had put on YouTube Elton John radio. Like he was just playing music videos of Elton John. And for some reason, at some point during that, it switched and it played Guns N' Roses November Rain. Now, if you watch the music video for that, that's mm. there's like a wedding. A wedding, and yeah. yeah. A so, it, the, yeah. so it very much caught my attention because that was like, I'm talking a month and a half after he passed away. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching it and for and like, dude, it was so eerie. Like when that last guitar solo that Slash does, when he walks out after the wedding and he walks out into the graveyard and he's just shredding on the guitar, like... I, I literally just like, I don't remember anything else from that moment other than just being very focused on that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to get a November rain tattoo. I would prefer it to be the notes, the first few notes of the guitar solo from that, that second guitar solo that he does. Mm, right. The problem is the first few notes are just, <laughs> they're open. So it's just literally a circle and then a circle with like the, the music line, like the lines going through it. So mm -hmm. it's like, 
it's not nice. It's not it's not a great tattoo concept. Mm. And now a lot of people get like the lyrics to November Rain tattooed, but it's more it's more of a female tattoo if you look at that. Like it it gives off like it's very a feminine style and so you know, I have trouble with the concept and where I want it. So that's what I'm dealing with with that. But I'm I'm very excited to get it done. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah, see like we we um me and my me and my guy, uh, we talked about. Uh, I, I've had two guys. I've I've got a few tattoos, and uh, two of them are good. <laughs> the rest suck. <laughs> well, you have um, the one that you that like when you're wearing your shirt, right? You're saying it cuts yeah, you off. Yeah. Um. It's not only that. It just it looks stupid. It, it's because it wasn't done very well. And this one, I'll say, this one was not done very well. It was done in like 15 minutes. It's it's fine. It's a waveform. Like it didn't need to be great, but but it's, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's one of those things where like. You know, uh, I had a concept for a tattoo that I wanted, and I told this guy, and dude, he knew exactly what I was saying. That's cool. He understood me. Yeah. And dude, he did a great job. And this other one, um, you know, it was a free tattoo, so it was kind of a throwaway. Like it was, it was, we were doing it as a promo for this tattoo convention. Yeah. And this guy, uh, his his name is Hot Dog. He's like really famous in the Omaha area. He's, oh, that's he, cool. He travels to go to these tattoo shows. And he took the concept and he made it something different. And man, he did a great job on it. See, that's so. what I that, see. That's the problem I have. Like, the thing I will never be able to grasp is the people that go on Ink Master and are, quote, open to anything and get a full back tattoo. Like, I'm mm. talking a whole back. And I get it. It's art. Like, it's, it is what it is. And, and you could have a million dollar art piece on your back. But damn, bro, like that is, yeah, you know, like they, and, and and it's, you know, the other people, like, if, like there was one season where the, the, the last three people got to pick the other people's tattoo. So, you know, they're picking the style that they're the worst at. Right. Yeah. And so like, they're trying to sabotage each other. And, and one of the, the, the first woman that ever won Ink Master, I think her name was like Ryan or something like that. She had to do like throwback retro, like, like Harley Davidson motorcycle-esque American flag background and it looked cool but it was like I saw that and I was like I'd be so upset if I had to have that fully tatted on my back or on my chest you know like oh there's a you know I mean it's one of those things where I mean like in all walks of life it doesn't matter how much money people have you see people with money with terrible tattoos and you see people working at you know, drive through that have incredible tattoos. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon. Like the color is so important. I think, I think that, you know, the lines and everything. So like the guy, the first tattoo I got, I was 20, 21. I got a tribal man cause I'm an idiot <laughs> because I was just trying to be rebellious. You and just do it. So yeah, I'd sure. be rebellious by doing what everybody else did. But the guy who did it, he laid it in that show heavy that it's scabbed up. It looks like shit. It's terrible oh. and it's awful. And it's like, uh, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things where like, man, I got to get that covered up. You know, uh, I just but I, I want so many more tattoos. You just like where where are you going to get the money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, where are you going to get the I money? Think. And and and, you know, where are you going to put them half the time? Like I'm yeah. I for the when I got the first one, I got it on my back because I knew I'd be able to cover it up yeah, just in case, place. you know, please. Yeah. Yeah. And then now I have the one on the wrist. I, I just don't know. The next one, I don't know. 
I have no idea where it's going to go. I know I'm going to get it. I want to get it sooner rather than later, um, so that the you know the memory and you all that. The word Justin's pickle tattooed on your ball. <laughs> post post work pickle. <laughs> PWP post work pickle, dude. You ever offer your wife the post work pickle? <laughs> so, dude, I I don't know. I it's it's um. You're right, though. Like it is weird the the concept of going and having somebody tattoo you and and them doing a bad job. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? It's on you forever now. I've like, seen so many bad tattoos. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like, and and you know, what, and 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 every style of shop, every type of shop is you different. Get, you know, a bad tattoo and and spend a lot of money and get yeah. a bad tattoo. You know, what I mean. Yeah. It sucks. It's and that's why I know like mine. I'm gonna if I when I get it, it's gonna be small. So I'd imagine it'll be under 150 bucks, hopefully. Um, but it's not gonna like I don't want something big for this one specifically. Um, but we'll see where it goes. You should get. You know, what you should do is instead of the two open notes, get like a Les Paul with a top hat on it or something like I that. I was I was thinking that or I was thinking getting a top hat with the notes like around the top hat. The problem that's, is that's when the problem is when Slash wears a top hat, he doesn't have like a a thing going around it. So it kind of makes it not He does. Does he? He does. He has a band around it. And I can tell okay. you I can tell you the exact story because um he uh he when he got the hat, he got it from a place called uh Leather Sluts. Because this guy named Timey Down, who is the singer of a band called Fasty Faster Pussycats, he worked there. Oh. So they let him steal shit from there all the time. Okay. So he got the hat from there. And then next door was another store where a chick he knew worked there. And he stole he stole a belt from there. So what's going around the hat is a belt. It's a belt. Interesting. So maybe so, that would be the way to it go. It would work. Yeah, it would definitely See, work. My original concept was a Les Paul with the top hat sitting on top of it with the mm. notes in on top of the top hat, like in, in that belt that would be there. Or but, the notes, you could do the Les Paul vertical and have the notes be on the strings. Like almost like, yeah, like coming out. Of, yeah, mm. yeah. I'll have to look at it. But my other thinking too is, so when we grew up, or grew up, when we went to college, we were roommates uh, down in St. Augustine and mm. we lived right next to, uh, it's called Miss Deborah's Tattoo. It's a tattoo shop. So, Part of me was oh, like, huh? <laughs> not a burger stand? <laughs> no, it's called Miss Deborah's Tattoo. It's a tattoo place. Um, but I, uh, so part of me was like, oh, maybe it would be even more meaningful to get it done from her and them because it's right next to where yeah. we live. Mm -hmm. But I looked at I looked at her styles and some of the other artists that are in there, their styles, they use a lot of color. I don't want color. So I'm not sure. You I know. don't want color. I, I don't know. It's always been a tattoo thing with me is I always figured I was just always going to go black and white, like never or black and gray and different shades of gray, you know, but I never, I never really thought about getting a color tattoo on myself. I don't know. I always figured I'd just keep it black and black and gray. Interesting. So there it is. There it is. That's uh that's good stuff, man. I gotta, I gotta run now, but that was yeah. a, that was an interesting conversation, buddy. I feel like yeah. I know you a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i know it actually well yeah yeah you know, know sometimes that. sometimes we learn stuff on the podcast i feel like i know a little bit more about your uh preference to parlaying pickles into post work dude just listen you heard it here first the the three people that listen to this podcast and you heard it here first 
Justin's post work pickles gonna be the new dill pickle company that's just got pickles in every grocery store ever. We ain't gonna have any supply chain issues because I'm growing that shit in my backyard. Well, you know, that's not how that's not where the supply chain issues start. You know that right? <laughs> It's not. That's not really the problem. Well, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and even from like a supply chain, even our podcast feels like we're dealing with supply chain issues. We can't get episodes out consistently. Uh, We appreciate you hanging out with us. We're going to try to get better at that. A new episode dropping Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the Newbie Brothers Pod podcast. I can talk. And also uh, follow Tank and I on social media. Follow Tank. Just search his name. Follow me, Justin C., on the air and subscribe to the Newbie Brothers. Find us on YouTube as well, actually. 